you're getting it from both ends. I am getting it from both ends, and you're using the thick end as well. And, and I have the street pastors come past me suggesting I needed help and I think that work the logo is great but I don't need any help it's fine like, maybe they thought you were a miss maybe they thought you were a pimp no Hello and welcome to this Pro Detailer podcast. You join us in late November as we are crafting the last pages of the magazine. I say we're crafting the last page of the magazine, but we're also crafting the first pages and the ones that go in the middle at the same time. Just some pages. Pages. There we go. Pages. We're, we're we are crafting that. all the pages. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, brief introductions. As per normal, uh, it's myself, Bert. You've seen me on, on programmes such as the Car Care Adventures and Crime Watch. Uh, and we also are joined by James. Say hello, James. Hello, James. And by Ian. Say hello, Ian. Hello, James. And uh, he's non-conformist and enjoying it. Uh, today, we are going to fill your ears with uh, the normal sort of banter that we, we kind of procure somehow. Um, I'm glad but- that's where you went, because that started to sound a bit seedy. Did it? I wouldn't do CD. <laughs> Not after the operation. Um, Have you been de-seeded? I haven't been de Are they on the mantelpiece? <laughs> According to some people, they're in a wallet. Um, but anyway, let's not go there because I get in trouble yet again. Um, but uh, the big news today is that uh, post-lockdown, so we're lockdown two. Obviously, we're at work and we're socially distanced just normally. But uh, it's, if, you, if you say 2.0, it makes it sound sportier. Okay, lockdown 2.0, the revenge. Um, and that's going to end on the third of deck. And uh, then we're going to go into tiered restrictions. Uh, and most entertainingly, we've found that... Um, we are previously in, in Gloucestershire, we were pretty low risk, uh, but now uh, we've been bumped up to tier two uh, and we uh, we have friends who are in tier three. I mean, I've got friends in Bristol. I say friends, I know them, they know me, um, and they're in tier three. So, Is this Dave on the parts department at Audi? No, there's a there's a Dave on the parts department at Subaru, and there's another and there's a Steve. I know. Does Subaru still well. have parts departments? I thought all their dealerships yeah, they closed do. down. No, they still have parts departments. Good job, really, isn't it? They, they have their uses, yeah. I, I don't talk to Audi parts departments because it's like a phone number every time I want a small rubber grommet. So I don't do that. Uh, I'm not saying that Audi parts are overpriced or anything. They're just terribly expensive. Um, but anyway, um, to, to the whole tiered thing, the, the good news from our point of view is that it doesn't actually include this stupid association that we've been given with car washes. So uh, we are able to continue working because we cannot work from home. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. You don't sound overly enthused, James. Is that just... Well, the, the whole thing's just been a nightmare, hasn't it? We've seen yeah, videos absolutely. of aggressive, obstructive car wash operators having arguments with police when the police are literally just trying to enforce something mm-hmm. they've been told to do. Not their fault. Um, you know, we've seen comments. People say, oh, you know, it's a joke, this, that, and the other. It, it's been, you know, we've been told that that's what it is. You know, it's changed now, but, yeah. you know, the, the, if if that was how some of the councils classified this industry, then that's, that is what it is. It is what it is, but it, it, it uh, to me at least it seems terribly unfair and short-sighted. Oh, yeah, no, I, I agree that it wasn't adequate classification for this industry, but in the same respect... If that's what they say it is, it is what it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, law is law. I mean, things like they made murder illegal and stuff like that. So we just uh, have to... well, you know, there are certain cases that aren't yeah. classified. No, I looked into that. Unfortunately, they're quite inside the walls of, of Chester. If you're a Cheshireman, really? Yeah, you can shoot a Welshman on a I specific day of they're the Welshmen year with a bow and lovely. arrow. They're lovely. Not when they're trying to invade Cheshire. They're not. Well, they might do it politely. I'd ex- I would be surprised if they didn't do it with a jovial outlook and the odd joke. That would be funny, but lambs are lovely, but you're still going to eat them on Sunday roast. Well, well yes. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. Well, no. the comparison that just because something's lovely doesn't mean you can't kill it. This is true. That's true. That's true. Yes. No, okay. I'm not entirely sure where this is going. We've, we've gone from, from I don't personally to, want to, to kill any Welsh people because I think it's wrong. Why are you winking at me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, I will be able to provide uh, anyone who's interested with James's home address at the end of the podcast. Uh, in so. the meantime, uh, another catch up. As I say, we've been we've been writing mags, so uh, we don't want to go too much into detail what we're writing because, frankly, these podcasts are a little bit of a break for us. Um, and so the idea of going in depth into everything we've done, uh, but uh, we can cursory sort of glance through what we've got. James has been very heavily involved with pads. I've been getting James running up and saying, "Can you take a photo of this pad? Can you take a photo of this pad?" And then. James has actually been been grasping my uh, ding dong and taking some really quite impressive shots with it. And just for reference, it's nowhere near as big as you make it out is. It's quite heavy though, isn't it? Yeah, Surprisingly it's heavy. It's not a big ding dong like you say on all the other podcasts. Well, you, you it's want... a medium sized ding dong that has weight. It has weight. A bit like me. <laughs> Un- ungainly, I think's the word. Yeah. Well, I just, I like to have a full size grip on my ding dong, which which is you know doubles doubles its capacity. It's also got speed light, which is handy in dark spaces. Um, yeah, it's handy right in your face as well when you're trying to do a glass polishing article downstairs. That it was, was your great. Cho- it was your choice to put it in it your face. It felt like a nuclear blast. Oh, I see. Well, yes, but it's it's quite a powerful speed light. I mean, I I, I saw to- the blood vessels behind my own eyes. I'm not sure that's even possible. Well, should we try it again? It's actually a shadow of the wall again? downstairs. <laughs> no, I do. I, 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 I shun. I have a, a official Canon speed light, but I shunned that because it's not powerful enough. So I've got a, a monstrous Mets one, which and is, you're very, you're very uh, laxy daisy with it. Laxy daisy, lapsy daisy, lapidaisial, lapidaisial, lapidaisial. I'd like to think I'm fairly militant with it, but I enjoy. You definitely using not. Speed you light. point it all here, there, and everywhere. Yes, it's all about the reflection. Absolute disregard to the people around you. Oh yeah, but I don't care about the people around me. I care about getting the right photo. I mean, that's 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 photography, baby. You've got to get used to it. It's all about the shot. So what went wrong with yours? <laughs> well, your eyes are still damaged from the flash, no doubt. Well, I've got a twitchy eye. I've been for five days. <laughs> yeah. That's just the touching. Um, so you've been you've been playing with pads, and, and what you've included rather what I think is an absolute inspired title, which is in Encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, which is um, nothing- well, it's Encyclopedia of pads, believe it or not. Yeah. Exactly, which is very cool, and it's all been themed up, so uh, we don't want to go into great detail, but how many pads did you shoot in the end, roughly? Uh, 27? 27 pads. Maybe. And this is different types of pads, so it's not like lots of different brands necessarily, it's different genres of pads, so that's... It's also not different grades either. No, true. So we don't go into heavy cut, medium cut finishing, it's purely about the... Material. Style, yeah, the, yeah. the style of pad. So, um, amazingly, I think there's 11 different separate styles of foam pad you can get yeah and there are probably more we've we've it's not an exhaustive list but it's what we could find it's fairly extensive and we, we're also looking at materials so we've got things like clay and denim and, and velour not velour do we have velour velour velour, velour. i love velour i don't think there's enough um mondeo si's left to have a velour pad <laughs> i think they've all gone has your Renault got velour no no it's, no, cloth. it's brown brown cloth. it's got brown yeah, I've been I've been writing about the our experiences with the Renault and everything on it is brown on the inside and there's only a limited number of ways that you can describe a brown without getting fecal. Taupe. Um I haven't used that. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down because I, I got to the point where I was calling it hazel. I always thought taupe was a green. No, it's a it's a dogfish. It looks like a shark. But 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 also dogfish. Like, dogfish shark. Dogfish shark. Yeah, well sharks and dogfish are basically the same family, they're cartilaginous. What fish? There are certain sort of fish. That's that's a good description of something. Yeah, certain sort of fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically the same family. <laughs> you, does a, does yours live in water? Hi, <laughs> he's a fish then. <laughs> no, if it's a dolphin. Um, but they're just uh, smug fish. <laughs> the ones with the brains. You know, an orca killer whale has got a um, a brain that is not only marginally bigger than the human brain, but more dense and complex. And Did you know that koala bears have got smooth brains, so that if you take a eucalyptus leaf off the tree and put it on a plate, it won't eat it. It has to eat it from the tree because it can't distinguish between settings. That's that's. That's an interesting factoid. God, I have to admit, you know, we've gone from just talking about polishing cars and being potentially quite tedious to, to even people who polish cars professionally. So scary, smooth brain beaked bears. Yeah. 
Because yeah. with chlamydia. Ian, Ian was talking about how scary the they bear. were. Have you ever seen a wet koala? Koalas, yeah. Wet koalas are terrifying. Are. Well, to be fair, you have been repeatedly offending at this thing <laughs> where you, you put a photo on your screen and then you beckon me over to look at your screen as if it's something important that editorial people need to look at. Oh, and it's we- a scary wedding, polar bear or a koala wedding, bear. We- no, wedding ring accidents from, oh. from welder pages. Oh, yeah. That don't, that's horrific. brilliant. Don't weld with rings on. Yeah, goodness! It's, it's, it looks like someone's holding a chicken bone between their knuckles. It's it's not very nice, and I don't have the stomach for that sort of thing anymore. So yeah, thanks for that. What was the other one you found? It was I don't know what it. I mean, there was angry <laughs> koala bear because I believe. Oh no, that was the that was the foot. Oh god. Oh, anyway, so yeah. enough of what we've haven't been doing instead of working. Yeah. Well, one thing actually, we've been getting our metro on. Are we allowed to say that? I'm not even sure. But there is lots of moisturiser and hand cream around here for the wellness. And now Ian has taken the lead on our, our wellness side, and and one element of that is skincare. And I can see a tub in front of me that says it's Norwegian hand cream, and another that says it's hempy. Mm, so look forward to the pro detailer uh, view of hand creams. We've been trying to get in contact with the uh, manufacturers with limited success. This is specifically in relation to Lubin another Lubin. part of the wellness category on skin conditions relative to our job. Yes, yes. There is, so we, they we, go we hand sort of in intro. hand. Oh, that's nice at this link. time. Oh, which yeah, one? Press a which one? Press a button. Oh, no, I don't know which one's here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as I say, we're all trucking away on the magazine. And I think we've... Have we talked enough about the magazine? Do we want to say something, in? Do you just, want to say something at all? quick note. You can tell how average our banter is because we've removed the applause button and replaced it with a car trying to start. Well, that's, I think, quite fitting. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, and, and in fact, that's a, a wonderful segue into our automotive catch-ups. Um, James, you've bought another well, car. Well, let, let's, let's do our intro. Let's do our intro. Ready? Okay. And it's Motor News from Pro Detailer. It goes on a bit. It does go on a bit. Oh. I'm liking my bass reflex, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, get a job as that guy that was homeless, but on the uh, did sort of uh, well, newscaster readings to people who drive past for pennies. When I was a kid, I was in a play, and I wanted to be a bear. You were never a kid. I was a kid. You came out a forty-year-old man. Well, I did. evening, mother. <laughs> you didn't yeah. come out of. <laughs> I I just, say, well, only once. But that, was, <laughs> that was boarding school. That's called withdrawal. The masters, you know, they, yeah. Thank Hello, you. mother. Um, but uh, yeah, no, and and there was an option to be a bear, and I ended up being arse end of donkey. And I shit you not, I was I I being quite apologies tall. for the swears. Sorry, I being quite tall, and the person at the front of the donkey was kind of James's height, so it looked like the donkey had six had, foot four. Yeah, um, serious serious issues. Uh, but I just wanted to be the bear and and the way that i lost it was that we had to growl on the audition and i couldn't growl deep enough because i was about 12 actually i was 24 but no it's fine i still couldn't growl that that deeply (laughs) but anyway um uh, we're talking about cars and james has bought every week you buy a new car so i i am apportioning full blame to this podcast to my antics uh, because I had a completely stable network of vehicles before I started doing this thing. Wow. And now I feel like we have to have some sort of car news that isn't your Subaru still not working and the Renault... People love my Subaru not working. If I was here boasting about my BMWs working so well, we'd just we'd lose both re- listeners. Well, no, because one of them's me, so, you know, I yeah. enjoy listening to my own voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, cars, things have happened. So previously on Podcaster, Podcaster, Pro Detailer, Podcaster. Yes. Uh, Peugeot's gone. Which is a tragedy. It was the only decent car he had. Yep. Well, Peugeot went. Yep. Uh, what happened after that? Bought when an E36, that happened. A convertible drug dealer car. Yep. Um, and then uh, one of my relatives decided to offer me a Czechoslovakia not no not allowed to say that anymore are you? no Czech Republic Czech Republic sports sedan God's sake the walls come down man get with the Czech Republic, Republic sports sedan it's well that's a bit of a stretch isn't it yeah I've bought a 1.5 Estelle wagon <laughs> <laughs> you only say that to make the fact that you bought a Skoda Octavia VRS which is just like a 2 petrol. litre 2 petrol. litre turbo petrol, petrol thing with what 200 horsepower yep good thing we don't live on a hill isn't it yeah what's the horsepower of your forester 
177. There you go. It's, yeah, but that's. What's the horsepower of, uh, of VOD? 260. 260 out of how big? Comfortably sized. You'd, you'd yes, yeah, so ne- ne- nearly four litre. So my little two litres only. Yeah, but you're cheating. You've got a blower on. And when, when uh, well, put oh, it let's way. let's take the turbo off Uncrushable too, shall we? Well, it's going to go on the Forester, so that can get up to <laughs> to, to three hundred. So yeah, I've got a, I've got an Octavia 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 VRS. Octavia, I don't know. I think it depends how posh you are. I think Octavia. Posh people go Octavia. Are they hundred eighty brake? What? No, the original the was the original one point eight T was hundred eighty. No, the one nine seven. Yeah, so not two hundred. Yours is like the Golf GTI, but a bit heavier and and a bit. Slower. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Sorry, you're getting it from both ends. I am getting it from both ends, and you're using the thick end as well. It's uh, 190... I'm, I'm just going on facts, that's all. Yeah. Well, all right, you're, saying, you're saying it's 200 brake, and it's not. Actually, Bert said it was 200 brake. Yeah, it's... it is about 197. It's, it's probably 200 PS. And what's relevant is it's considerably less than the VW Golf GTI with which it shares an engine. It's even less than your A5, which has got I think 211 horsepower. It's exactly the same engine and horsepower as my Golf GTI. Your golf, yeah, but that's like going back to you know John the first and saying Magna Carta. I mean, the, the current GTI is 200 and it's 200 and quite a lot. I mean, it's, it's 260, funnily enough, yeah, around about the same as your 3.7 V8 puts out, yeah, but mine puts it through four wheels it? so it can actually get the power down. Isn't the golf GTI four wheel drive now? Uh, no, that's what the golf R is for. Mm-hmm. No, golf GTI is still front wheel drive. <laughs> so, anyway, I've bought an Octavia VRS, yeah, uh, which means that the Leon is being retired to a sucker family. Uh, You're trying to flog it desperately while hiding all of its rural location. Swindon. I don't know where it's going yet. Well, somebody from Swindon's wanted to buy it. He wants to come and see it, yeah. But you've got to sort of stitch it up first, so they. I've got to show. It's in absolutely mint condition. What's happening to it? What's 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 been happening to it today? Uh, So it went for its MOT last week, and it had a little weep out of the rear of the rocker gasket, and their exact words were their exact words were it has a nick in the CV boot. So I'm having a new CV boot, new rocker gasket, and an oil What's change. What's Nick doing in the CV boot? <laughs> um, Something with parrots. Okay, so basically it's broken. Um, so you've gone for another Volkswagen Audi Group car to replace it. Yep. And and that is that in absolute perfect working order? Yes. How about the cart I saw you had on the screen from Euro Car Parts, which seemed to have quite a lot of significant stuff, mm. to the point where you have to sell the Seat in order to pay for the parts that, to mm, fix up the Skoda? That's not necessarily true. They are preventative measures. That I'm Most, mostly on. service items. Yeah. 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 Like a thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> and a water pump. <laughs> I mean, those those are service items. They are in a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've done that. I'm going to get rid of the Leon, sadly, because I love that car, and it is in actually very good condition. Yeah, if you'd like um, to buy it, you can talk to James. He's only asking no, what two and a half grand for it. No, don't talk to me about cars. Um, don't don't try and buy my cars with me. All I would say about your Octavia is it's got a nice big boot, and yeah. and it's also in in police interceptor blue, which I think is is vaguely appropriate. Is it rapid blue? I think. Well, if you blink, I think it's called rapid blue. Rings a bell. Okay. Maybe. It's like like it's an electric blue. It's the only colour they came in. Really? No, it's the only colour it was ordered in. I was about to say. <laughs> pretty sure I, I, I drove a black when I was a Mark One. Anyway, um, Ian, time to talk about your car situation. What is your car situation? Absolutely stagnant. Yeah, absolutely. Not. I've, I've been coming in and been writing magazine. Yeah, but you you came in with a worried face um, uh, not that long ago, saying that your car just didn't feel right. You were concerned there was something wrong with it. But you there was a bit of right. a clutchy gearboxy oil burning smell at some point, but it's gone now. So it's what's fixed. happened is Ian hasn't exceeded the twelve month panic period yet. Mm-hmm. So he's now convinced that it's going to blow up. Well, he's already talked about how it's an old car and he wants to shift it on, even though it's the youngest car in the fleet, pretty much. It is the youngest car in the fleet by quite um, a way. But he's like, oh, it's you know, it's over 10 years old, something go wrong with it. And I'm sitting there with a 30-year-old going, you know... That you know something's going to go wrong with. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not wrong. Well, yeah. Something's going to go wrong with it. But you're going to have to fork out thousands to get a newer one. And, and you want an S5, which I understand. You've had all of the bad bits done. You've had the rear engine's heel done. You've had the clutch and flywheel done. I haven't done. had all the bad bits done. The bad bits done is the piston rings on that, which is engine out. Which is that is, a common failure te- point on them? Yes. Is common it? failure point on all the AJ plates. Oh, well, it's going to be a common failure point on your Skoda, then, too, James. No, no, it's the A113, so... That is where all the oil goes. 
Uh, how come you've got a... I thought you had a Triple H in that. No, uh, Triple H chain-driven. Yeah, which uh, is good. 113 is belt-driven. Oh, God bless. He's actually got belt and a chain. It's even worse than that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the the timing belt only goes around the inlet sprocket. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. And, and then the exhaust camshaft is connected by a chain at the other side of the engine. Oh, yeah, Audi A4s had that with their 4.2s at one point. Yeah, S4s, rather, or RS4s. Um, anyway, that brings the car section to an end. Um, and, and <laughs> What's we, happening with yours, Bert? Yeah, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> um, I've got, well, <clears throat> so... I think um, last time we were here, you, you'd bought the engine. Yes, yes, we, I bought the engine. And I'm currently nurturing it on uh, in, in a secure location. Um, but at the moment... Just near Swindon. Uh, yeah, I bought a... Uh, there is no secure location anywhere near Swindon. I was about to say near Swindon, it, it is, it's Swindon. There's a fearsome dog with it. It's a Staffy Bull Terrier. If you take the engine, you have to take the dog. Um, he, the, will, he, he will submit for sausages. <laughs> <laughs> he will submit for strokes, to be honest. He's <laughs> Sorry, first on the dog. <laughs> no, yes. I have a strict no-touching rule. Um, but the... Uh, yeah, so basically I bought a throttle body that had all... All the three sensors that I suspected could be at fault. Was this Germany. on the engine that you bought? No, 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 no. Has this... that got one on it? Yes. I think. I think it does, yes. Yes, it does. Yes, Sorry, it does. I'm just double-checking that you've made another financial error. Yeah, no, but the financial error was buying a throttle body from Germany with the three sensors on, so I... Instead of using the one that you had on the driveway? Yeah, because I don't want to muck up that engine. Because that is a present, that's a working guaranteed engine, and if I start taking it apart, I'm going to lose my warranty on it. Um, so I bought a throttle body from Germany and switched over all the sensors from the German to uh, my my one, and uh, I had to buy a special tool because one of them had a security Torx connection, but it was a five-star Torx one, so I had to buy a whole new set Why didn't you just that. change the throttle body over? Um, originally, I thought that would be unnecessary but then when I had to take the throttle body off in order to get access to some of them in retrospect it would have made more sense particularly since it's particularly delicate when you take them in and out of the throttle body and I had to do a fair bit of wiggling to be honest and well, you know how we all think there might be a, uh, a vacuum leak mm. there definitely is a vacuum leak now because when I pull one of the pipes off the engine it's split in two um, so so that didn't go very well. So I consoled myself and I got a roof cage uh, ages ago that I hadn't assembled and I assembled it and bunged it on the roof as securely as possible and then put my spare wheel that no longer fits in the spare wheel well because it's got manly tyres on it. So basically it looks like a Paris-Dakar car. It, However, it that's goes That's the nicest like, thing you've ever said to me there, James. Goes, just, just, no, 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 no more, no more. It looks like a Paris-Dakar car. That, that is sufficient for me. That I will sleep with fewer nightmares than normal as a consequence of that. So thank you. That's but kind. it's about as useful as a water feature. Water features. They're not that useful for doing a rally in. Not for doing a rally in. No, I was about to say there are benefits of water features, but but yes, at the moment it is. Uh, I mean, depend, the engine depends where you are in the rally. Last. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, if you're in the middle of Sahara, then a water feature is going to be useful. It's going to be handy. Yeah, actually, to be fair. Okay, so less useful than in a water feature. In very specific scenarios, <laughs> yes. his car is not entirely shit. <laughs> That's second swears. Yeah, and mine was a funny one. His to, was I'm just gonna, cruel. I'm going to have to tick the profanity box. Yeah, on that I, I avoided out. saying clusterfuck earlier. Oh, my God! About <laughs> you can't say that. Come on, James, we're going to have to now blip this because otherwise we're not going to be able to put it on various platforms because of the naughty words. So yeah, that'll be all right. Sucks to be you, um, but yeah. And then other cars. The Forester might have drank a little bit of oil, but it's fine. I've given it some more, and it's it's okay. And I had some break. Well, I had a small fire. In oh the yeah, Forester. you set fire to the Forester. Yeah, when I got to work one morning, um, I got out and I thought, hmm, that smells like brakes. I had a good trip in, and then it was still a bit dark, and I just saw it like a flicker, and and then a bit of a kind of a lick of flame around the alloy. And I was sitting there thinking, I hope that's not going to destroy the finish of my sort of ghost chrome alloys. And then I suddenly realised, but probably more ghost important... Ghost chrome That's what alloys. I'm going to call it. That's what I'm going to call it. They're off a legacy. Um, Are they not just like faded aluminium? no. No, they're not, because uh, otherwise, when I tried to get rid of the weird black marks on them, the the paint wouldn't have come off, would it? If it was just so, aluminium. now they're faded aluminium. In aluminium. They're, they're, no, they're lovely, um, but also they're on fire. So I was sort of nervous, and then I suddenly realised, why not prioritise the fact your car is on fire over the risking of of damaging or or, or slightly compromising the finish of some alloy wheels. Um, at which point, a little bit of blowing, and and there was no more. I couldn't actually see any any other things. Just quite a lot of smoke and, and some lovely, you know, brake smell. 
So I ordered some new brakes from, um, not Euro, from, well, yes, uh, yes. yes well, but you originally, didn't at first, did no, you? No, originally Demon Tweaks, who took a week to get back to me to say, oh, these are not, not, not in stock. It's that they're discontinued. And they said, then you're going to have to wait another seven to ten days for the refund. More the point, they wanted 300 and something quid for four brake discs. Yes. Yeah, high 300s as well. I seriously thought that Demon Tweaks had gone down at the same time as Max Power. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, See, I, think I, I just w- remember the the, the the catalog pages at the back of Max Power being Demon Tweaks. That's the last I've ever heard. Oh, of them. Remember Rim Style. Rim Style or Ring Speed? No, Rim Style. I I, I they don't sold really have a Rim Style. One hundred plus and all that lot. Team okay. Dynamics. Oh, Team Dynamics. Oh God, yes, I remember. That's that Matt Neal's dad. Is it? Yeah, Matt Neal who drives the tall the one. Team Dynamics touring cars. Who's almost as good a driver as Jason Plato? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Jason Potato, though. Yeah, um, so yeah he's he dad owns Subaru. Team Dynamics. That makes sense. Is he well, still driving uh, for, for Power Max? Plato? Was it Plato? No, he, he, no, he upgraded to Subaru. No, I think he's back with Power Max. And now he's he? back with... I think he's back okay, on... So, so he, yes is the answer. Yeah, he, yeah. Could, okay. he, he couldn't handle the, <laughs> the, the, the joy of, of a That Subaru is quick, you know, that Subaru wagon. Is it, though? Because it was it, it quick. Was, it wasn't doing very well initially. They were just having to do a bit of practicing. Hey, other car news. Team Sisley have switched from Mercedes to... Dun, dun, dun. BMW. What a switch. Who are Team oh, Sisley? They raced the A-Class Coupe for a while. Oh, okay. Was it an A-Class hatch? I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not really interested. But yeah, they're driving a... That's a coincidence. They drive a... <laughs> they drive a Team WS. They're going to be driving a Team WSR BMW, you know? Ah, well, ask them what they think of the back of the Legacy and what it looks like. Well, actually, it's a Levorg that they drive in the BTCC. A, a Levorg. Sounds like a buddy out of the Avengers. It's it's pretty badass. Um, yeah, although over here we've only got the 1.6 turbo, whereas in Japan they get a 2-litre turbo. And oh. oh, why don't we get the good GDM stuff anymore? Anyway, um, moving on. I, I think we've talked about Subarus for long enough. I think we've all agreed. That yeah, I always think that. They're superior um, to everything. In so life, that's the end of our car news. It is indeed. Uh, and we will uh, we will continue talking in due course. So the next topic we're going to be discussing today has been brought about by an inflammatory post on a Facebook group. Um, and it uh, essentially was discussing how uh, certain waxes have uh, kind of owe their success to hype on social media and in the media. And uh, off of the YouTubers. And the YouTubers. They got they got a kicking. And, and we, we were brought into it by name, saying that uh, a, this certain wax had uh, won the megatech and as a consequence, uh, for the last four years or three years, it's been you know selling really well, and everybody's talking about it, and it's the only thing that's suggested. So we say certain wax, we can talk about it because we, we can. Yeah, it was it was it was basically so it was fusso coat. Now we've all frowned at that phrase being used or that name being used previously. Speak for Be- yourself. Because it has exploded on the scene. Yeah. You know, it just sort of appeared, and everybody went bananas for it. Realistically, it's pretty tricky to use. The gloss levels are okay, but it's not a straightforward wax, and that was the whole. Yeah, it's a, it's a PTFE. It's a fluorine based. Yeah, it's basically sealant. a paste polymer. Yeah, it's not necessarily classic. They don't call it a wax; they call it for so coat. Yeah, no, that's straight about it. And it was, um, it it did well in the mega test. We we gave it best beads because it does have remarkable beading and and protection was also very good um, yeah. but it didn't win and so being accused of saying that you I, I'm know, amazed that that guy could get to the end of his post because he obviously can't read and is an illiterate goblin Ooh. Ian is taking it worse than some he's of us he's taking it very personal if you're going to go on a, on a rant like that and bring other um, if you get a name drop it, then, then at least bother to read the article yeah get your facts right Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it's not the that. first time that we've had misinterpretation of megatest is it no that's quite true that's quite <laughs> Why is that all I'm allowed to say? Uh, I think we probably ought to keep it, keep it, uh, at, yeah, keep it yeah, at there because yeah, yeah. that's something you get dropping about. Um, but at the time, we, we can't control how people interpret the. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, we do leave it. We do leave it a bit open to interpretation because there's not absolutes in this. No, but I feel like that was a lyric. I feel like he's dropping lyrics. Yeah, in there. I, I, I'm, I'm sensing there's going to be like some bass coming in at some point. But um, so anyway, it got us discussing waxes. So we thought, why not talk about waxes because it's a huge 
huge topic. Mm. Uh, we covered it in issues four and six in terms of the mega test. Four is no longer available, but six certainly is. Um, and it's really first up. I, I I just want to say my little piece about waxes, and then I'll hand over. But there is no one wax which is the best. There are waxes that are very good at certain things. Waxes that are pretty good at everything. Um, and all sorts of things like that. So we've got um, also waxes that are designed to achieve different things. So you have show waxes, you have waxes for kind of built for endurance, kind of daily waxes, if you like. Um, and then you've got waxes that are uh, have organic ingredients, sort of carnauba wax, montan wax, beeswax, all of this sort of thing. Then you've got those that have got polymer ingredients. Even some of them have got polysilazanes and, and complicated sort of silicon-esque strings in there. And they're, if they're mixed with a carnauba, they then become um, uh, effectively a hybrid wax is what we call it uh, and then you've got the fully synthetic waxes and uh, the, you know saying that one wax is the best is entirely pointless um, in, in in my opinion but anyway James well, the, the, the most important part you've missed out there is the, sub- the subjective part of it yes it is because your best wax may not be mine and you can do as much scientific testing as you want to get the best all round wax but I might not like it. And yeah. at the end of the day, a lot of these products are, you know, they're, they're designed for an end user to enjoy. And if you don't enjoy it personally, that doesn't mean it's a bad product. It just means it's not your favourite. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that's when, when we always, we, we, we watch a lot of these YouTube videos and reviews and things like that. A lot of people are losing that subjective part. And we've, we've tried to put it in. Mm-hmm you know sometimes to our sort of cost cost but you know we want to give our opinion on something because it plays a massive part even with this mega test that's going to be in the next issue we've given our opinions on the packaging yeah because you know half of the usability of a product comes from how easy it is to apply this is why most of the mega test stuff doesn't go into onto the YouTube channel because it's it's not controversial enough for YouTube and I'm I'm glad because it's it's not supposed to be controversial it's supposed to be putting across information helping you to make an informed decision we don't care which one you go with at the end of the day we're we're giving you the tools to to choose you'll never guess what we found in the bottom of this bottle (laughs) well it's not like we get a kickback from anything and as, as Ian says is that you know we get requests from people, ooh, what came bottom in the mega test? Now, why on earth, unless it is purely just to be, frankly, a bit of a dick, why on earth would you want to know that? We set out to try and say, right, if somebody wants to find, in this case, a glaze or a wax or whatever it might be, um, and they want to know what the best out there is, we will do a combination of subjective uh, and qualitative testing as well as quantitative and empirical testing to try and get you the best answer that we can. And more often than not, actually, I mean, in this case, for example, we've narrowed 30 glazes and we do have a proper winner and we have joint second. And then we have some highly commended ones as well so that um, people looking for different things can can pick a product that suits them. Um, we can only answer the questions that we're asking in the mega test, you know, even with these glazes, there are going to be specific situations that some of these glazes might ex- excel in. But mm-hmm. we're looking for the broadest cover of what people want from a glaze. And if that particular one hasn't done well, then yes, that's going to miss out on on the uh, on the plaudits. Yeah, but... and this is very specifically hand applied glazes this time as well. So yeah. we're looking at a whole different category. I guarantee that some readers are going to go crazy saying, "Oh, you know, I use this on a machine polisher every day, and it's the best I've ever used." That's not what we're testing. Mm-hmm. And the people, the the brands that we approached with the brief, sent us specific products to fit and, the brief that we gave, which was hand-applied. And we use those in most cases. Yeah, most <laughs> cases. I mean, there are a couple that were, in our opinion, uh, a little off. Yeah, uh, We tried it their way, and it actually worked better our way in some cases. Um, some manufacturers sent us two products. Yeah, uh, We tried them both, and we decided to put the better of the two in to give them a fair opportunity. And, I mean, we've got to the point now where we had two major manufacturers send us prototype products yeah. to test side-by-side... <clears throat> Because they wanted us to, um, you know, give them an opinion um, separately of, yeah. of, of whether it stood up, you know, to, to proper product. But it's, it's it's incredibly tricky, you know. We could the, the, we could do an out and out scientific test, and there would be no questioning the outcome, which would benefit nobody. 
Uh, well, exactly. Or we could do a completely subjective test where it's purely opinion-based, which would benefit nobody. But again, we're only going to be working off statistics, and you can make statistics say whatever you want. We try yeah, to give exactly. you the, the plain statistics. Yeah, We've I seen mean, that plenty over the last six months, haven't we? Statistics yeah. can be man- man- manipulated and, in which way. And, and we have to be... I mean, there's plenty of opportunity, or, or should we say... Um, opportunity for error on on our part. So, for example, we've we, you know we've scored different attributes out of ten, but then we've got to establish the importance of the attributes. So, for example, if a product comes in a nice bottle with a nice cap and an easily read label with a correct CLP side on it, how important is that compared to, for example, how much gloss it adds to a panel, or how uh, nice it tastes, or how nice it tastes? Indeed, and this is this is the sort of challenge that we do, and we yeah we we take a decision on it and we apply it consistently and fairly across the whole field um, so you know we are the first to admit that there are you know the test has got a, a kind of subjectivity that opens it up but we still are yet to see any other testing that is 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 more rigorous i mean hell we we use labs and and um you know we last mega test we sent products off to be under a microscope in the next one we're already talking to somebody with an electron microscope yeah that's going to be um, which that's, is going to be going to be a really cool but again, a serious undertaking if we can manage that yeah but with the subjectivity for this one we didn't just rely internally we got john down as well that's and true. Yep. we each gave each of the glazes our own marks and there was quite a bit of spread on there there yeah. was and what was interesting is that john's um was you two your scores were generally speaking similar john's were of, copied each other often <laughs> well often quite different <laughs> but, but then John, john's coming from a completely different perspective and one that is just as valid as you guys i mean you guys are professional detailers john is a professional youtuber and amateur detailer so um you know his opinion if anything for, for hand applied glazes targeting more, and uses more valid more yeah. relevant yeah um you know we don't really have a place for those products within our sort of daily remit you know it's, yeah. it's for us it was more of a memory lane yeah exercise. like a romantic look back on you when know, we first started rubbing inappropriately against cars yeah and you know that's why i grabbed the zymor cleaner wax because that was one of my favorite products as a kid and mm. i say kid i mean a kid you know you're, 17 you're much years old you make out using zymor in my day you know if i'd had a good week at work i'd get myself some autoglim it'd been great i'd get some megs and i'd just sit there looking at the zymor drooling uh, unable to do it because i knew i couldn't have the, put the petrol in the fiesta to get home again if you i just spent 20 quid you clearly weren't shifting enough weight for the uh, for the dealers at least you can still <laughs> at least you can still get your favorite one Apparently, <laughs> yes. apparently mine's been discontinued let's, for five years. Let, let, <laughs> let, let, let's go down that before we start yonnering on about waxes. Let's let's discuss that because we mentioned in the last podcast that we each had uh, sort of a not a wild card, but our own sort of personal one that was going to be in the test, even if the public didn't vote for it. Yeah, so that products way. that like the Zymor cleaner wax, nobody uses that anymore. No, you know, well. I'm, well, I'm sure people. Quite difficult. It has I'm sold sure out people do, places. but you know, it's yeah. it's not like it's not in the realms of. Well, oh, it's not God. AG or Megs or or one of the yeah. trendy brands. Well, it was Megs. That that's the one we had the problem with. So you, ah. you know, you went for super resin. Yeah. Um, which has been a staple. Which is never going to be stopped. They're never. They're never going to not stop. No, never, I mean, never even, trying, even, even when, they, when they get rid of, the, uh, to be fair, when <laughs> they get rid of petrol cars and diesel cars, the only petroleum that you're going to be able to get your hands on is the distillates within uh, within uh, SRP. Oh, I'll be, I'll be running my Skoda Octavia VRS on TARDIS. Well, um, I, we've, I reckon that's about 150 octane. I think that'll, 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 yeah, that'll get you up to 200 horsepower. The, um, oh, you're so sour. I know, I know. Um, uh, to be fair, though, we have a debadging article as well, and the badge, I haven't told it in this, but the badge has I've arrived... Awesome. And I was going to reach for it, but then I'm going to be outranging my microphone. But my, um, I have a serious concern because I, I have a thing for uh, V8s and blown flat fours. And the problem with the whole no petrol car, diesel car thing is that we're going to get taxed out. It's going to be impossible. So I have a cunning plan. And I bought a genuine, well, it's not genuine, actually. It comes in a sparkly packet from, from far off lands. It turns out it's not a genuine one. Is it a porch one? 
No, no, it's not oh, the Porsche. Not, oh, no. no, you didn't go for that. Oh, no, it's I thought you were going to go money. for the Panamera one. No, and also it's bright green, which I'm not sure to work. So um, I went for the Toyota Prius one. <laughs> and so I've got a big, and I mean big for a boot badge, uh, thing saying hybrid something or other, you know, I, I, I've got to be careful not to alienate different groups of people. Um, but, but basically, uh, I'm going to replace the 3.7 litre V8 Quattro badge with hybrid and then see if I can sneak into a Greenpeace meet and just see if they buy it and and maybe i need to chop the exhaust off and like go for an unexhausted thing and then try and convince them that that noise is just the electric motors whirring um, yeah or we could just tight loop your alternator really 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 tight <laughs> Wee. um so it's dual fuel you know it's an audi that runs oh, hey, can, we, can we put a dual fuel one on ian's a5 <laughs> <laughs> was he a voxel that had the dual fuel uh yeah. they had lpg vectors yeah didn't they? and volvo and saab did it too as well as i think so, Vauxhall, yeah? Uh, well, yes, apart from Volvo. They did an LPG Vectra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a dual fuel badge how, on the back of it. How do the salesmen get the vacuum cleans in the boot? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, who's who's going to stand up for Vauxhall here? Probably you, James. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I love my Astrovan. Um, I adore my Astrovan. But, in fact, I tell yeah, you about Yeah, who's standing up for Vauxhall? Okay, well, I'll stand up for Voxel then. The 1.7 CDTI Astra G, I think I had. Voxel Astra. How many Voxels awesome. exist? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Shut waxes. Your dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Most yeah, of the I've had. Sorry, was that before or after they broke it? Uh, that was before they broke it. I lent so, it for one day so and the, they managed to destroy it. It was the most reliable car you ever had until you decided to try and remap it. No, no, I, I remapped it myself within uh, about three months of having it because I suddenly realised that 77 horsepower as a 25-year-old was just not cool um, and that my white van would be so much cooler with about 120-something, but I never dynoed it. And so I decided to, to um, play around with ECU and it was brilliant absolutely brilliant put out absolute shed loads of power uh but the common rail really diesel didn't. pressure <laughs> exceeded um i also put big wheels on it and all sorts as in not alloys it's still rims but with big winter off-road mudder tires sounds awful uh, no honest. it was awesome and um yeah if it went over about 3800 rpm it would cut out and you had to wait about two or three minutes for it to calm down which is a shame because i used to race cars along the m4 on Up the way to home thousand revs and yeah if you accidentally in fifth gear three and a half gets you i don't know 69 Wow, it like sounds that. ballistic. Well, I'm trying not to incriminate myself, but I lost out to a Mercedes A200 AMG petrol. line <laughs> on the M4 because it cut out, and I had the edge for a long time. They're right fast, those 1.4 A-class. Well, this was quite a long time ago. Especially the automatic ones. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, in fairness, I've been looking at an A2. No, an A1. Do I mean an A1? No, I mean an A2. As, as a cheap runaround to get to the office, because I don't like the Well, Audi A2 is not cheap for starters, so it's probably not an A2. Well, I... A1 uh, is the 1.4 TDI old little juice box thing. Yeah, that's what I'm after. Yeah. yeah they're right. They're pretty cool. Uh, I thought an A1, because my mother's got an A1. Yes. Yeah, oh, no, the, the way A2, around? it's the other way around. The oh, A2 right, okay. is the classic aluminium bodied... Juice box. Yeah, exactly. I've just realised something. I oh. know why you bought the Astrovan. Why? Because you've read so many Jeremy Clarkson books, you're under the impression that the Astrovan is actually the fastest car in the world. Well, it was. You you, you actually it believe was. what the man says. JC, the great man, said... Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, no, said... Um, Jeremy Corbyn. Said that the two fastest cars, anyway, it doesn't matter if you're in a Veyron or anything, are a Vauxhall Astrovan in first position and any old Peugeot diesel in second position. And I had both cars at one point. Wow. So you've literally based your entire vehicle career on Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> Well, no, he didn't say anything really about Subarus. Although, actually, no, the Subaru Outback, he, James May, and the, the little fluffy one um, all agreed in, I think it was 2006, or no, it's 2005, it was pre-facelift BL5 and BP5. They agreed that the Outback was the only car they all liked. And they were the glory days. It won. It, it nearly won the car that, of the year. That was the height of Subaru ownership, was when three guys said it wasn't the worst car they'd ever driven. Three old men who were completely actually, irrelevant yeah. these days no. said that your car wasn't the worst they'd ever driven. No, no. It was the one they all agreed they liked, and they couldn't agree on any other car that they liked. Until well, they well, did the I Ford remember. Special and at the end of the last series, and then they all said that they liked an ST220 for some They've reason. They've always said they liked Mondeos, eh? No, all of them. Yeah, the new Mondeos, lovely. Um, so anyway... Yeah, Back to waxes. Yeah. We strayed away from the path. There, we did. We? It happened. So, yes, we got called out. 
I went on and corrected him and said, actually, it didn't win the mega test. It won a singular category because there was no overall winner in that test. It was more of a... It's a pattern, isn't it? People claiming it, yeah, to, to, to win a mega test based on winning one category. We, we, I mean, if, if that's the case, then we will only have one individual winner and we won't mention any of the other people. Which I don't want to do because, frankly, as with what we're talking about with waxes, there are some, you know, they have different attributes. It's, it's nice to know if a wax is really easy to apply, but some the people... Common, the common denominator here is that people are quoting our information without reading it. Yes, that's the biggest problem. Well, I, uh, the, the, yes, no, I, I agree. That, Go, going for the quick headlines. We don't use yeah. long words either. I mean, that's the, not true. You do. I do, but then they get edited out. Yeah. And and then now there seems to be a new tradition in, in inverted commas <laughs> of putting embarrassing photos of me from the past, like the editor photo, which was listed circa nineteen ninety two. I just want to set the, the rule straight. It was about two thousand and four. So there's a new competition. You won't win anything. Um, but when you get your Pro Detailer magazine. There is a picture of Bert dressed like a 1970s detective. Yes. Um, hidden in the magazine somewhere. Somewhere. And we're going to do it in every magazine because we're going to hide it from Bert as well. So he's, he's not that observant. When you get your magazine through, uh, snap a picture, stick it on Instagram and tag Pro Detailer magazine with, I've spotted Bert. And then before you do that, just remember that I'm the one who packs every single magazine that goes out, so I know all your addresses and where you live, and I also know how to make fire. But so. he can't reach you because all his cars are shit. That is true. That's if, that's true. Yeah, if you need to live so near a bus service if, if, if possible. Train station. Yeah, you can get from Kemble. I don't do trains. But you'll do buses. I'll do buses. You're weird. Yes. But no, I don't do trains. It's because he's not allowed me the driver on the trains to sit next to and say, oh, I do enjoy a bus drive. How long have you been driving for? Oh, what time are you on till? I literally been can't busy. remember the last time I was on a bus. I like uh, buses. I, I, can't, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, no, it gives you somewhere you can have a wee. But <laughs> oh, I no, do I, remember when I was on the bus last, and it wasn't that long ago. Well, National Express and, into London and Megabus and stuff oh, is that the cheapest way of getting around. No, no, this was a, I was on a proper hopper bus. Okay. And yeah. I got really irritated because the... You getting irritated? What happened? The wind changed direction? No, it was the last It was the last bus of the night, and it was supposed to go up my road. But because it was the last bus, they dropped me about a mile from the end of my road oh, okay. to turn around and go back. You townies. I was quite angry. Yes, a whole mile. How are you going to do that? I was drunk. That makes it even easier. A like drunk a mile is about a tenth of a mile. No, a but, drunk mile is two miles. You're just going, you're tacking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, fair dues. But at the same point, you're, you're, you're right. I do sit at the front of the bus and try to engage oh, the driver God, in conversation. You're, that guy you're the reason they put the yellow line there. You're I also have, the reason for the spit screen. I have been asked to stand behind the line before. But all the cool kids who used to do like naughty things like smoking and, 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 and drugs and stuff were at the back of the bus. Drugs. And all our responsible <laughs> folk was, was at the front. And also, I remember we got to get to the library first, so that was good. I remember we used to go to the uh, our swimming lessons at primary school and there was a massive bump yeah. halfway to the leisure centre. And if you sat right at the back get airborne. and jumped as it hit the peak... You could literally, obviously I'm not very tall, but no. my head would be level with the headlining of the bus. <laughs> and then you'd hit the floor and hurt yourself. <clears throat> it's little yeah. things. Uh, so yeah, waxes. Um, yeah, I was about to say how I'm unimpressed with the fact that so few bus drivers know much in the way of technical information about the engines that power the buses. That is that is my main gripe about bus drivers. One of my old customers, uh, Ross, he won't listen to this because right. he's completely uninterested in what we do. Um, but, cool. but Ross, one of my old customers up north, um, he used to go on school trips to France and stuff and skiing trips. Was he, he a was teacher obsessed. or child? Or? He was obsessed with coaches. He knew everything about all of I them. I do like a good, I wouldn't call myself obsessed, but I will. I look underneath, there's a new coach park that's opened up on, the, on my commute, and I always try and crane my eyes as I'm passing at 60 miles oh, an hour precisely. Oh, the one that like the 90 foot gates outside. Yes, but you can just climb over the fence to the <laughs> field. Walk around it. The one and just they take the keys out of the ignitions, by the way, so don't The one up past the lakes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the right. They're all Van Hools, by the way. Yes. Not no, that I've noticed. Uh, well, Van Tools, I thought. Would be, uh, Van Tool, Van, Van Tool. Van, Van Tool. Well, they're Dutch, aren't they? So, they're Dutch, yeah. So just set up the either. list, you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, no, waxes. Um, Christ, we're really not very good at this, are we? Um, so no, they know that by now. We're on, like, episode 14. <laughs> 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 What's your favourite wax, Ian? 
And don't say something cool. Oh, no, that's oh. where we were going. Sorry, sorry, hang on a minute. That's where we were going. Yeah. So Ian's wildcard entry... That, oh, we're back to was, this again. Yeah, because yeah, we never... We're no, okay. number seven. Carry on. So, yeah, it was Maguire's number... Seven. Seven. Show so And we got all excited and we were going to award us... Oh, we were, we've got some. We've got, got some loads. downstairs. And we were going to feature it and then Ian had a really depressing moment. <laughs> Another... On top of many that he has throughout a day. It's like when the fourth gen legacy no longer became available. <clears throat> Nothing like that. Um, that was joyous. Mm. I cried, so I don't think it was joyous. Yeah, so you went and had a look for it, didn't you? Well, apparently, well, yeah, apparently, Maguire's UK, well, Maguire's EU that distribute from Daventry. Yes, Daventry. Andrew. Stopped selling it around four or five years ago, apparently. Wow. <laughs> I've been living on my personal supplies. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, in it's, it's like Rich and Glare. We've got those oh product called days. Glare. Yeah, but we've got bought, a whole we bought cupboard that. full of it. Yeah, but the thing is that you can still buy number seven in, in the States. Well, that's great, but we're in well, Gloucestershire. We can't get them in, the, in Europe. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. I suspect it could have I mean, something to do with regulation. I'm starting to regret licking the bottles now. But <laughs> it's the fact it. that you were wearing it as a cologne for four years. <laughs> yes. It's bronzer. <laughs> <laughs> Can be called bronzer. This is why, this is why I've had to move on, move on to hand creams for the for the articles. <laughs> yes. I'm number seven into my skin. Erosion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had the SRP because it was old school. Ian had uh, number seven because it was really old school. And you but had Zymol because it but was Flash. Didn't, yeah, but didn't he, he didn't have number seven. Yeah, so what did, what did you go for? Um, no, I'm refusing. Yeah, he's refusing. I asked oh, him what he wanted refusing. to, to I'm, volunteer I'm as his own. I thought he wanted to go something like Bright Max or something because that's old school but um, he he didn't he just got stroppy and so I put in a little ditty on the how many words did we get I think we got to 14,000 I got to 14,000 yeah, words for, on the for, for, I for think some... I got about 2,000 words in <laughs> and then just just a pre-warning for this one Bert's written the mega test on this one yeah so... last time you did you did the, the, the compound one didn't you James and the plastics one and the plastics one before that I think that was quite a team effort. The compound, though, you were definitely, you, you ran free. Yeah. And then this one, because it's for enthusiasts, I people who don't have the skills of professional detailers, I was the natural choice. Um, and so I did what I enjoyed doing. I sat in front of a Word document and, and started typing. And then two days later, I emerged sort of with 14,000 words on the page. So if the mega test reads like an episode of Pro Detailer Podcast, it's Bert's fault. Yes, I take responsibility entirely. <laughs> but at least we won't get sued. Or if we do, we'll win. Um, we definitely won't. Win. Yeah, we will. No. I've made very sure that we're not putting anything legally dubious in there. Whatsoever we'll just have to change name to Semi Pro Detailer Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just scanning the fact that I'm, I'm going to be doing. I oh, know you're doing layout for it. Oh, so I've got free reign to crop <laughs> and cut and paste. Yeah, I've, this really. Oh, so this, at this, this moment in time, it is subject to change. <laughs> this frustrates me. I wish I could use InDesign better. You've had every opportunity yeah, to yeah, learn yeah. the Adobe software. Yeah, no, I've done the course on it, but in, and you are more proficient at it. Um, but the anyway. Um, Wait, if we're going to start that, this will be a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, waxes. Waxes. Yeah. So well, that was a long long pathway to get it here wasn't well, it well there are also some mutually exclusive things which is um, like for example to be very easy to apply it, it almost almost prevents it being an extremely long lasting wax oh, simply careful mm, yeah tricky I know it's you don't really want to go down that route but for example Fuso does last a long time but it's also that's no, not wax okay count, well in my opinion no I, I that's a fully fully valid I hear your position. opinion and you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time I mean the waxes I enjoy the kind of the dodo juice Sort of Carnuba creations and stuff like that, and yeah. even Dodo don't claim they're going to last two or three years. You know, they're like, look, you'll get a couple months out of it at best. But well, was it the was it the the one we can't mention that had a five year warranty on their wax back in the day? Um, was uh, it? Uh, oh, the one we can't mention. Yeah, the the, the oh, really expensive one. Yeah, no, they had the free refills that cost you only three. No, I'm pounds. sure they did a de- either that or they offered a service as I'm all. Oh no, um, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't. No, uh, that was another one. <coughs> not them, sorry, not yeah, them. No, not them. No, that was somebody else up up very far north. Kitchener Ming. That's the one. And and it was £50,000 and they come and apply it anywhere in the world. Gordon? <laughs> yeah. Was that his full name? I don't know. Kitchell and I, Ming. I no idea at all. But or did was, he start a kitchen shop? Well, there's a video hanging around the internet somewhere which is shot in front of a Porsche Cayenne and is explaining how it's got gold in it or something and what? how it would go anywhere in the world to, to apply it for 50 grand. And you know what? I thought... I would probably go and apply any wax he likes for 50 grand if it was something... With any part of your body they want. 
Oh, with all parts, I'd I'd go full 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 body massage for for fifty thousand uh, pounds. And uh, but I was also sitting there thinking, I bet you the only order he gets is somebody from Croydon or something like that. So he's sitting there thinking, this is a good way for a holiday to somewhere like Abu Dhabi. Got fifty grand. Yeah, that's so we can go point. on holiday. That's <laughs> <laughs> So what? I'd probably even go to Croydon for fifty grand. I'd go to Croydon. I'd go to Croydon for free because they've got they've got a massive Chinese supermarket. I've been to Croydon for free to do like IT support back in the day when somebody like buys a package and you expect them to have one call out all year and they call you out pretty much monthly because they've forgotten to plug the service. It's like you with the RAC. No, you're basically propped up by the people who drive BMWs and never call anyone out. This is not true. It is true. I'm with the AA for a start. Minor point. I've just got an image of your old client being like a, an old guy in his dressing gown saying, The cable came out of the wall again. Can't you just bend down and grab that for me with your muscly arms? It was actually a care home. But, but, but anyway, that's, they need that. Also, CCTV. it was you that kept on plugging their cables. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go back and see Betty. Um, but yeah, no, that was a long time ago, previous life. So your favourite wax would be along the lines of sort of dodo? Uh, purple haze. Purple haze, conventional, good choice. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But then I also like the the dodo um, hybrid, supernatural hybrid, because if and the cars I love get purple haze, the cars I use get supernatural hybrid. That makes sense. Yeah, that was one of my go-to waxes for years. The yeah. supernatural hybrid lasted forever. The the funky brown Renault that we used to care for. The Renault Five Turbo, you've never mentioned. It wasn't. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one had wax. That had hybrid on it nice what about, what about yars well if we're carrying on dodo then hard candy if we're opening it up then oh no we're opening it up oh, no, up. Yeah, there's no, no it's just that I'm you triple know me and dodo I've got special or triple two or triple two PLE that was a nice one to apply that was awesome was that a race glaze wax it was wasn't it yes uh, well there's a whole company called 22 PLE which is a different thing altogether so I don't know so what was the wax called? R triple two. R triple two was definitely the wax. And was it by twenty two PLE or was it by race clays? No, I think that was by race clays, and I think twenty two PLE was a different thing. No, twenty two PLE with the white and blue. Yeah. Tub. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too, though. That's but... not race clays. Oh. So what's R triple two then? Twenty two PLE is R triple two, isn't it? <laughs> You know, That's what we, I thought. I thought they're the same thing. We're going to have to Google this. Google, this Google. is ridiculous. We all work in so, trade and we can't remember a wax from the past. So in, you said um, 22 PLE was one, but what, what was the other one you, you muttered? 845. 845, Ooh, Collie. Collie. Oh, we do like a bit of Collie night. We do. It, and, it comes in a tin as well. That's I, that's kind of one of the most important things missing from waxes these days. Yeah, P21S. Huh? P21S. Yeah. P21S. Formerly P21S. That one. Yes, that one. I've got a tub of that so as well. So people listening in black and white, I'm just showing pictures to James. So it's called yeah. R222. No. It was for, it used to be called P21. Oh. Yeah. But um, that's... I had a, I had something really insightful to say. Really? No. <laughs> I was kidding. But I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so R222. R triple two. That was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was it. It was Collie because you've got insulator wax, which is a liquid wax. That's awesome. And we then, use that quite and a lot. Eight four five. Eight four five. Yes. That's, and yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. So oh, it's not sorry, sorry. That's not the one that comes. Yeah, in the one you're thinking of is what I really like, which is nine fifteen marked concourse. Or concourse delegance. Concourse delegance. Yeah. So something like that. But it was no, I'm, nine, I'm 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 saying eight four five insulator, insulator wax. wax. Yeah. Which is actually because it's awesome. It's actually a polymer. Uh, yeah, but but, but I mean, it's also a liquid. It's, it's it's and it was made to inv- to protect power lines. Oh, good knowledge. Good time. You are full of factoids. I read your article today, in and I have to say, I learnt an awful lot. It was about scratching glass, but about the, the sort of, for example, razor blades being made out of stainless versus carbon steel. Fascinating stuff. Um, if you want to read them too, you need to buy the magazine. Um, the uh, James, your favourite waxes, mm. and I say this, it's open field. Any brand you like. So I have always had a soft spot for Dodo Juice. Mm-hmm. I used to be a dad um, back in the day. So I've got all Before of them. Before came along. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I've got, I've got loads of them, but Supernatural Hybrid was my go-to. For my mm-hmm. own cars, I used to like Rainforest Rub. Ooh. It was, really, it was a soft wax, wasn't it? So yes. you just sort of slap it on. But was that red? No, uh, green. 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 Rainforest. Um, what was the red one? It was their basic one. Basics of Bling Wax or something, wasn't no, it? No, well, they had the pink one, Hard Candy. Pink was Hard yeah, Candy. Yeah, there wasn't was, a red one. 
I definitely got Orange Crush, Banana Armor. Yeah, no, Blue Velvet, White Diamonds. Yeah, no, I've got all those. Outside of <laughs> Quite in Quite other lightly. in other news, I've accidentally cocked up on my Amazon monthly orders. I've got forty eight bottles of Harry Weston's vintage cider at home. Does he know? <laughs> I won't know by the end of it. Um, um, so yeah, but I've, I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of a. Uh, You're thinking uh, the spray on. Sorry, rain for uh, the oh mist. Red mist. Red mist. You're that was red. I might well be. Yes, yes. That, that was the only red one I did. Um, <sighs> yeah, because hard candy was red cars. Hard, hard candy was the everything hard wax. Yeah, the, and the, and the orange warm, crush. Orange crush. Was, orange crush was warm. Was a, and but but this. they had they had a hard and soft of each version as well, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Purple, so orange, orange crush, banana art. Yeah, and then white diamond. They had a, I had a white, and, and then what's the other glacier or something or something. And then you had blue velvet, purple haze. Blue velvet, purple haze. And I prefer purple haze. And then you had. Rainforest rub and you also had Blue Velvet Pro as well. Yes. Yeah, that was a weird. I was missold a second-hand tub of that, and it wasn't Pro, and I was very unhappy. But I've got a bit of a an adventurous side with waxes. Um, <laughs> so I used to quite enjoy Natty's paste wax. Yeah. And it was bought on a whim when I didn't have much money because it was twelve quid, I think. Yeah. For a decent three hundred mil pot or whatever it is two hundred mil pot. Yeah. That stuff was great, but it was literally like butter. Yes. No, the butter wet wax that Chemical Guys did, that was good. Butter wet wax, yeah, that was pretty that good. That smelled nice. Um, but Swiss wax, I mean, I've, mm. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I... In terms of product to use, Swiss wax is... such a nice product. I mean, it's... it's yeah. People turn their noses up at it, and, and it's understandable. You know, the whole... You know, you've got Dodo Juice who produce extremely high-quality products at extremely reasonable prices for what you get. Mm-hmm. And you get the Swiss Fax brand. You buy the brand. You know, it's like buying a Casio watch for 250 quid, which is incredibly accurate. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. timed from GPS. Or a Rolex that was machined by Unicorn Yeah, horns. a Rolex, which is made out of extremely high-quality materials, but it doesn't tell the time any better than the Casio. If anything, the Casio is probably more accurate. Worse. Yes. Um, so... Uh, you're kind of buying an experience but from experience what I can say is that usability wise the Swiss Fax waxes are an absolute joy to use um, we used recently endurance um, when we were working doing actual day job downstairs and, and it was, endurance was originally when it came out supposed to be a professional only kind of upgrade to shield wasn't it no it we're, on, we're on to PTFEs yeah, but Shield yeah. was PTFE. Shield, Shield was, PTFE, was the one yeah. that customers yeah. could buy, and then Endurance was for Endurance the approved the, guys the to have one. when they when they made it exclusive for a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, Swiss Vax. Uh, I don't know where to say Onyx or Best of Show. Uh, uh, no, no, that was uh, for Porsches. Porsche. Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I use it on Porsches. But yeah. Personally, I think uh, I'm going to say the cheapest. I'm going to say Onyx. I think that was yeah. my favourite. Uh, not because it was cheapest, but it was that sort of. Soft, glossy, wet look. Autobahn. Didn't last very long. Autobahn. Oh, if we're getting into like general products, yeah, Autobahn is a wax yeah. at the end of the day. It's wheel wax. Yeah, it's got PTFE in it again. Yeah, um, but even their, their wood wax. Awesome. I've, 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 I've the never. Are incredible. I know you guys have been able to get this Swiss wax because it's for work, but I've always spent my money on head gaskets and repair bills, so I've never. Why didn't call them? Never bought a tub of Swiss wax in my life. Yeah, it's. Um, it can't say out loud. <laughs> You know, it can be pricey, but it's, you know, it's like I said, it's, we're getting back to this subjective thing. Mm. You know, the whole experience of owning Swiss Vax products, it's, you know, it's fancy and yeah. it's like, you know. No, I know what it's like to be associated with an exclusive brand with my, you know, love of Subarus, but I, it is, it's a different sort of kettle of fish. But price wise, they're not actually that far off a lot of. I know they're very now. good value for four-wheel drive, practicality, reliability. They're, they're very well-priced indeed. No. Are we talking about Vitara's no. again? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Onyx was, what, 60? I, mean, I haven't checked the pricing for a uh, long time. Yeah, it was in that. It was two figures, not three. Yeah, certainly. 60 odd quid, and then you're looking at the cost of, you know, one of these... I mean, for a, those, a, a 200ml pot of hard candy was 45 quid, yeah. something like that. Mm. For those looking, uh, for those listening in black and white, 
I'm doing quote marks, yeah. ceramic waxes can way, way exceed into the hundreds of quids. Yes. And and that's that's a other thing about waxes now is that they're trying to put in these marketing buzzwords and certain ingredients like ceramic, like there's even graphene wax now. Easy to do a, a graphene wax. I think It sounds like the sort ones. of thing you'd put on the terminals of your battery on your car. It, yeah, switch lubricant. Oh, we put some graphene wax on your battery bit terminals of for you. On there. Yeah. Bit of copper grease on there. Yeah. Bit of copper, bit white grease, Ian's favourite. <laughs> you're, you're the one that goes for BMW servicing. <laughs> I have never had a car serviced at BMW. <laughs> it's Let all the white grease you know. stains in Ian's car that I worry about. Um, yeah, it's that weird stain on his dash that we can't work out what it is. Yeah, and on the passenger seat, never mind. Um, um, but yeah, so for me, I, I, yeah, uh, Dodo G Supernatural Hybrid or Swiss Vax Onyx. Cool. One of them two. Well, we managed to get ourselves some answers out of that. And yeah, that's um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, so, is there anything else that we would like to cover with waxes at this point? Ian, you're you're blowing smoke into your uh, <laughs> microphone. Just for those uh, health and safety executives, it's actually vape. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's full of. Yeah, we had an argument because you. Well, we didn't have a serious argument, but I'm pretty sure nicotine's carcinogenic, and therefore vaping is not. I mean, it's safer than smoking, obviously, but it's not super safe. And then you said that actually it's not, and it was all lies. I do think it's, it's not super safe. I don't think nicotine's carcinogenic. I think it is. It gives you free it radicals. It stunts growth and it and uh, we had that in the 70s, leads to high blood pressure, doesn't it? Yeah, I've so most things around here. Yeah, yeah uh, and I, I was always told that smoking stunted my growth, and then I got to six foot three and a bit, six five. Imagine years. how tall you would have been. You'd have been you'd like have eleven. Been cool. You'd have been like eleven teen point nine feet. Yeah, I would have. I don't like sticking out in a crowd. To be honest, that's why I dress well, like a tramp. Well, you do a bad job of that. Yeah, I, it's because nobody else. Everybody, well, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I, I have been asked to move on before. What, um, like when we're outside the? Uh, no, I've, I've been outside the nightclub. Messa and, and I've, I've, at Frankfurt in I've, the middle of a flipping. Well, that was a riot. That climate. Was, well, no, I riot, and I've, you were shouting "press, press" with a camera in a policeman's face. Yes. I, and I didn't get a shot in the face, so I was. Well, I, do you know what? I'm amazed. Yeah, it was, I, I am amazed. I did tense up when I suddenly Slightly saw disappointed him. Disappointed as well. <laughs> a little. I had the car keys. But you had the keys. <laughs> <laughs> you had the car keys. The, the morgue will generally give you a bag full of stuff. Yeah, but not for a good couple of days. Yeah. But the um, yeah, no, I've been asked. I've, I've been sat outside a nightclub before and asked to move on by the police on the presumption that I was of no fixed abode. Well, stop. And I was stop in my sleeping rats. outside nightclubs. I wasn't. See, I was standing. I was just standing outside standing the club. with intent. And, and I had the street <laughs> pastors come past me, suggesting I needed help. And I think the work that they do is great, but I don't need any help. It's fine. Well, maybe, they thought you were, maybe they thought you were a pimp. No. I Pimps mean, don't cry. I, I don't think I look like a pimp, to be honest. Well, you wear a big black fur-lined parka. Yeah. And sort of loiter. You do a lot of loitering. I, think I do that's like the to loiter. I do. I, it's you loiter here. We'll be in the middle of writing the magazine and you'll just vanish outside to loiter briefly in the car park and then come back. Yeah, yeah that's true. It just reminds me, I think, of the good old days of smoking. Where I could so you go just go out and focus. loiter? I go out and smell the fresh air, look at the sheep and, and suck on my vape. And, and Don't get those in the wrong order. No, no, quite. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I sucked on a sheep. Suck on the fresh air, vape, vape a sheep. <laughs> I think on that note... Are we still not allowed into Scotland? I don't think we are ever allowed back, are we? Not after what you said. I know they banned the English, <laughs> which they've been What's trying to do for years and I was going to say, well, didn't that start with King James? Yeah, James I, I'm a bit pissed with him. But, no, well, I don't know. Namesake. Namesake, yeah. It's yeah. ironic that my family heritage is Scottish on one side, isn't it? <laughs> Harris, Spencer, Harris... I'm not no, that's the other side. That's the other side, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's MacDonald is my mother's maiden name. McDonald. Mm. So James McDonald is the most ironic name you could ever imagine if she never got married. Well, oh, I know. They were on that documentary series I watched called Monarch of the Glen, and they were like the next Glen over, and it was run by a bit of a fruit who looked really like Julian, Julian something or other. Assange? No, the one Mary. No, the one who wrote um, Downton Abbey. <laughs> you know. You, no, I don't. Yes, you do. I really don't. He's I've very not seen Downton Abbey. Uh, oh, or Monarch of the Glen by the sounds of things. No. So anyway, yes. Julian they, Fellows. There you go. He played oh, McDonald's. Yeah, let's change it. <laughs> okay. Is that yeah. the end? Yes. Yes, I think it is the end. So, um, in, 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 in terms of wrapping up, thank you very much for listening. 
uh, if if you're listening. Apologies for it. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just want to point out that we have no, no legal refunds. liability for cost of therapy and anything we say here and express here. And another is apologies. Purely for the, the opinion of Ian. So yeah, and the swears. Yeah. Apologies. We were... A very very much unlike Pro Detailer magazine to have swears. Yeah, I'm really yeah. fucking sorry. We might. I think I might start a fans only. Um... I think we're going to need to beat this one, Jim. Uh, I think you are. We had uh, another. We had another naughtiness from Ian. Just then. Oh, I didn't hear it, so Such that means nobody discipline. else heard it. Smacked bottom, I think. We might do a fans only, which is explicit, where we just <laughs> F and Jeff the whole way through it. That's just called a bug. Yeah. Um, cool, but anyway, thank you very much for listening, and we will be coming in your ears again soon. <laughs> That's no better. <laughs>